0: Shinzo
1: Sasageo. Yes, as as we promised, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to an end of an era. Um, this is our Attack on Titan finale. Both of us are dressed up in our Scout Regiment gear. Ooh, there's a lot to talk about in this. No, no quick catch up. No, what's hot. This is a special bonus episode. We're gonna do a quick recap of it. Um, if you've seen it. We'll just start off early, if you have not seen the finale of Attack on Titan, do not listen to this episode. We are going into full spoilers about uh, the entire series, the manga, the dub version. I know English listeners, uh, I'm sorry, there, there's there's not much we can do. But with that, I'm Demetrius. And I'm Demetrius. And Michimich presents the Blurred City Podcast. All right, so hit us with that legal spiegel.
0: You already know the purpose of this podcast is to explore digital and print media. All sources we reference are owned by their respective companies, Hajime Isayama, and our thoughts and opinions are strictly our own and reflect no biases or corporate agendas. Your discretion is advised.
1: Yes. So anything you want to say before we get into the recap? Peak. That is all. All right. So uh, just for, what is your reaction once you, well, you, you read the manga, but- after you finished watching this uh, finale, what was your initial reaction? All right, so, okay, coming into it
0: as a guy who read the manga, who read the ending, like as it, when it originally dropped, when everybody decided to review Bomb It, I was one of those people that was like, I felt like that ending could have needed more. And then, and it's like, and then of course, like a few months later, he released some extra pages. I'm like, okay, this is better. This is way better. And it had me wondering like, all right, what's, when the world's about to happen here? I come into, I come into this uh, finale. I'm expecting for it to be the same. What I was not expecting is uh, for it to be as crispy as it was because that they were animating gods over there. They're Mappa's animation god, I tell you. There was no, like, the way. Everything was just in fluid motion almost from start to finish was just heat the and one thing that I believe that the anime accomplished better than the manga is just like and it's just probably the nature of the animation itself is just the music and the voice acting oh yeah, because those two things will will make or break you, yes, and in this case it broke us yeah it broke us horrendously folks is crying out here <laughs> we will get to that that's, that's it. all i gotta say so i i came in with some constantly optimistic came out of it just in
1: pure pure bliss so and sadness uh- yeah. So post review, we're going to get more in depth with the ending with that because I have thoughts as well. Um, Just like after I finished it, I cut the TV off and I was just like sitting there. And like I was like, I, I literally had like three dreams. Every dream I had that night was about Attack on Titan. <laughs> literally every dream I had was about Attack on Titan. And I woke up in the middle of the night. I'll talk about it later, but I was waking up like in the middle of the night just thinking about it. So with that, we are going to get into our recap again. <laughs> If you have not watched the Tag on Titan finale or read the manga and you plan on doing it and don't want to get spoiled, we're going into full spoilers. You have been warned.
0: Again, I, I will reiterate this and we will reiterate this time and time again. If you haven't watched it, don't listen to this episode. If you still listen anyways, it's on you.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Jumping into it. Um picks up where the the previous final chapter part 1 took place. So, kind of just with that, again they uh, jump off the plane, land on the back of Aaron if you want to take over from there.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. So, essentially it kicks off with chapter 3, the battle of heaven and earth. First of all, the title And all right, so essentially at this point they're all the all the remaining scouts, our remaining main characters. They just trying to find find a uh, Zeke who is somewhere within Aaron's uh founding titan form. And but um, unfortunately things ain't going, is going uh, pretty sideways truly quickly because apparently all Ymir decided to say, you know what? Nah, my boy Aaron, he he gonna need some uh just gonna need some 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 defense a little bit and some summon- every single titan user from the past all the previous generation of titan users all of them so warhammer titans all pulled up all the jaw titans all the cart titans all the attack titans everybody showed up and they all went and started running fates. and before armin like because the plan was like all right armin transforms into colossal nuke the whole board he finds Zeke, murk him, and then everything will be over. Hopefully, unfortunately, he that does not happen. He he gets uh, snatched up real quickly by I'm just gonna call it the Bull Titan. I oh <laughs> <I'm laughs> oh copy or whatever. I was like, what is yeah, that? Yeah, no, no, that's the Bull Titan. All yes, right. and then at the same time, we have Peak and. No, this is not simping, hour. This is not a simping the channel anymore. Really eating
1: for Pete.
0: This is not a simping channel anymore. <laughs> so I'm not simping for anybody. Okay, so we have Pete. She trying to just you know what? We're just gonna go go for Aaron's Nate, going for his neck, literally. And you have Levi just being being just Levi. That's that's all you get. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. Cause yes, souls. And basically, it's just an all-out war, so because everybody's just trying to kill these Titans, but the Titans keep coming back. You have Mika so she's trying her best. Connie, he getting knocked out. John he he's doing his best. Pete tries to like throw some dynamite on Aaron's neck. it but then she gets stabbed by the Warhammer Titan. it It ain't looking good for anybody. Also, Reiner is the biggest punching
1: bag in this episode. I gotta say, Reiner, throughout the series, how he didn't die is amazing. Plot armor. <laughs> <Did you> <laughs> plot <laughs> armor. <laughs> he got his neck blown off. We'll talk about a little bit of what happened later. Um, Like earlier in the uh, series, uh, multiple times he was getting gripped up. So, yeah. Wow. How he's, he should have been
0: killed by Levi by getting decapitated. But no. It's a lot armor. He moved himself.
1: So, oh, yeah. So, yeah, and then
0: also just the final bit is just that, yeah, nobody's having a good time.
1: Yeah, so obviously, people that are still here listening, you should you probably most likely watch that episode. So just to kind of speed along, Armin's gripped up, uh, by the bull Titan. <laughs> um, so he, like he's literally eaten, um, but like not chewed upon, like tongue and mouth. It was it was gross, but he, so that way he can't turn into the um colossal Titan. Uh, with that Connie is like out of it like completely. Uh um Bertolt comes back and then he like straight up bites Reiner. So like you're like, oh my God, this is crazy. And like his mom sees it happen. and She drops to her knees and everything. So it's like kind of a lost cause. Um Connie, um Levi tries to save Connie, gets his leg bitten essentially and Mikasa's like, yo, if I gotta if I gotta be her, I'm gonna be her. And one of the coolest shots of like this entire like scene is like she's just like between like the ribs or whatever and then you just see wings behind her and it looks so epic and then it's like boom our boy drops out falco falco the, the crew
0: yep falco the falcon titan now uh the, he, he he managed to find a way to learn how to use his name and be able to fly and of course baby girl annie she there um and then um i guess gabby i guess semi-redeemed phase gabby decides to pull in um yeah, it's whatever with her. Uh cuz wait, we, we do not forget, we do not forget Sasha. Uh we do not forget. But but yeah, so they pulled up, they managed to save everybody and and blow up uh Aaron's neck. Did absolutely nothing by the way cuz yeah. Aaron is him. And yeah. so at this point, they're just at like they're just basically at this point where they just realize that like, okay, that didn't work listen at this point they all just come to the very sobering and like very sad realization that Aaron gotta die yeah like he actually needs to go um because he he's doing damage he's running roughshod and all while you see this happening you cut to the rumbling the rumbling yo this broke me just (laughs) broke me (laughs) rumbling just crushing through through the city People out here, raps. Folks is at the edge of the cliff, like in that movie. Uh, no, not in the movie. In uh, in
1: Andor. Mmm. Yes, that's what exactly what I thought of too. At yeah. Andor sequence when they're at the cliff, jump for it's freedom. Like, it's either you jump for freedom or you gone. Some True. folks is falling off. There's a baby that's about to get taken out, but we got to we got to talk about the scene. This scene was so touching because like i forgot what the name of the movie is but it's like a world war ii movie it's like um where it's like it's in black and white but it has like that one girl with a red scarf um in it but in this scene it's played kind of like that so it's like entirely black and white everyone's like scared they're getting pushed off the cliff or whatnot and you just see a mom who is also like in color with her baby and then she gets knocked off of it But then, like, and you're like, oh, my God, not the mom and the baby. Please don't show me this. And then the baby goes forward because the dude saves her. And then they just start passing the baby forward as everyone keeps falling off. But at the same time, you're just like, even if you go forward, like, the Titans are going to crush the baby. And this scene, I was just, like, in tears because it was so beautifully shot. And it's like, there's nothing you can do to stop this. Like, you're literally losing that. That that was incredible, like writing. Was that in the manga? Yes, it was. But um,
0: of course, as I said, animation wise,
1: music and different. Yes,
0: but word. but yeah, so it so yeah, and then all while that's happening, you cut to the Marleans and the Eldians on top of that cliff, and they're like, "Hey, we need help because Orkapon, he out here, he leaking because he's <laughs> violent." He survived the uh, plane crash, but he leaking right now. He needs help. But and then, of course, like Annie's dad, he's like, hey, where my girl at? And, and then all the Marleyans in their infinite wisdom decide to start pulling the guns on the Eldians. Eldians like, hey, yo, you know what? Forget y'all. We strapped, too. <laughs> and, they, and, you know, it's about to be a massacre. You hear bang, bang, bang yes and then it cuts back to
1: calamity aka the final battle which let's go stupid that's so crazy because it's that scene it and it kind of ties into the ending but it represents like how much deep-seated that like that conflict is like it would be like if i hated someone and we were like in the water and a megalodon was coming to eat both of us and we were trying to like drown the other it's like we're all we're both about to die if we don't do something and it's like we're we're still stuck in that hatred and it's so crazy um and it definitely ties into the ending later so like back to the scene with that armin he's like you know thinking about okay i'm not dead and he comes to the realization that since he's not dead so he then he goes to the past and he sees our boy zeke who looks like he's been there for a while going through it listen zeke has been through it, and this ends up in to chapter four along the so he's like out here building sandcastles zeke with that and armin's just talking to him and they're talking about uh well zeke explains somehow how life and it you know it aims to multiply and then it comes across this concept of death which creates fear and then you are always in a conflict of death life and death and that was just like <laughs> that that was the you spit right now award if we had one today with that and then armin is like hey these little moments kind of mean a lot so he's like holding a leaf because it reminds him of when he was younger with uh Aaron and mikasa but zeke sees the ball that he used to throw with the doctor and it just like it ties in and then as they have that conversation you see um boom all the previous like uh well not all but the ones that they're close to uh previous titan you just pop up and then that's when like the tides turn oh yeah
0: because who else pulls up you have galliard you have Bertolt who decides to turn. And then I don't know if you caught it, but Grisha Grisha Yeager, AKA Titan, yeah. AKA Aaron Daddy decides to pull up. <laughs> Even Ymir, uh not the not the deity Ymir, but uh
1: when, OG. OG uh Jaw Titan. When Ymir pulled up, I got emotional again because we I don't think we ever saw her die if I just know we saw her get taken away and then it was like, oh, this Galliard is the jaw titan. And then it's like implied, okay, she got eaten. Yeah, like you knew she got taken out. It's just that I yeah.
0: saw her get taken out. So so that was definitely emotional too. Yeah. So with that, like everybody's going like the plan is now in full commission. Uh uh-huh. of course you got Peak, like with her cart titan ability. She can just transform over and over again as long as she isn't killed. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, perfect endurance. And then you have a Reiner. He, he out here, he finally locked in for the first time
1: ever. He's like, okay, it's 1v100. Let me show you what these hands do. It was crazy that he had to fight all the Warhammer Titans too. All of them, all of them. And they shooting them with arrows. They shoot, they
0: just smacking this man. But, but yeah, all at the same time, right? Of course, then you have Mikasa, who is finally able to free Armin from the uh bull Titan, and and he's just like, you know what?
1: It's go time, mm-hmm. and he blows up. But there's something else that happened first. Oh, what Toodaloo. hello? Oh, Goodbye. oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. The the biggest
0: moment because. At, yeah, so at this point, right, because of the fact Zeke has that change of art, he decides to just spawn at the top of a top of his spine, and, and he's just yelling, and of course, like, Levi, he's on Falco, uh, pause, and then, and and he's just like, oh, man, I wish I hadn't seen you, but you know what, it is what it is, man, I didn't killed a lot of people, this view looks beautiful, but it's too good for me, and I really think I'm. Um, I really think this should have been a good life. Closing his eyes, and then Levi decides to come in, avenge his brothers, avenge the crew,
1: avenge Commander Irwin. Decapitation. That was the cleanest decapitation in the whole show, in my opinion. The most satisfying decapitation. <laughs> that was wild. So yeah, with that, uh, Armin turns into the Colossal essentially blows up aaron and then we see well along these lines because also like that's when his neck gets blown off we see this this i I don't know what it's called but it's like a centipede esque creature that like connected to his head or whatever and it's just like trying to reconnect at the time i was like it does not have a name It, it really doesn't so yes with that it's trying to reconnect to aaron uh that's when it gets blown up we're like oh okay it's over Um, and then everyone, you know, they get the happy reunion with, uh, the other Eldians and Marleans, And then, like, we see that the standoff, you know, didn't go through with that. So it's, like, a really touching moment at the time. And then we just hear the... And, like, another essential Colossal Titan explosion. And Aaron just rises up as a Colossal. And is, like, I'm not going to keep moving forward, just like I said. Yep. But,
0: and then perhaps another of the biggest just moments and just the biggest like saddening moments is the fact that the the centipede starts spewing gas
1: mm-hmm.
0: and at this point like almost nobody realized what's happening except for levi and then all the rest of the times where they just realized hold up oh no everybody dip all the titans hop on falco right now mm-hmm. because that gas is what transforms the humans into Titans. And, and of course, and it doesn't affect the Ackermans, AKA Levi and Mikasa. So, or any of the other Titan users, but everybody else is fair game. So, So, yeah. And he's parent, Aries' dad, all the parents, Connie
1: and Jean Titan vibes yeah so that was like only two things got spoiled for me um and but it was like a year ago and i for this one i didn't know the context of it but i knew like people aaron turned people into titans but then like seeing it, it was like okay it was an aaron that quote unquote actually changed into titans because that's how i thought it ended um but just seeing that that was sad because like connie and john jean were like it's over man but like putting their arms around each other like accepting it and then oh my gosh so the centipede is essentially trying to get back to aaron um at the same time we see that they turn so it's like an army Reiner's trying to stop the centipede but Mikasa's is like having like headaches and then flashes back to her having a kind of like a dreamlike conversation with Aaron of like what it would have been if she actually confessed to him when they first visited outside of the island um at that one scene in the previous uh part one chapter so with that you know she kind of comes to a realization that he asked her to forget him. She's like, I can't do that, but I, it gives her resolve. So with that, like what I loved about the scene was like, when they were like trying to stop that and then Armin is fighting Aaron, like the struggle with it. And Reiner was literally just like, when will our torment end? Cause like, even though he was like, you know, one of the Eldians that essentially started all of this, their entire lives have just been struggle and chaos and pain and that like ties into like what the story was as a whole so you know mikasa she does her thing um levi has one more cool action scene blows open the mouth and this is what i got spoiled on um that i saw is where she cuts his head off uh Aaron, and then kisses it so that was like the one thing that i got spoiled on but i didn't know like the rest of the context so i didn't know if that was like the end or whatever so that kind of stops it and then we get into the flashback scene with armin yep
0: or as as it's called towards the tree on that hill essentially this and this is the part where actually they changed it for the anime they changed this part um so of course like it's essentially like Aaron and armin they're kind of having like a mini flashback like in their in their heads right where well through the paths really of like aaron and armin they're in their lives and basically like aaron is just explaining himself he's saying like hey ever since i touched Historia's hand my mind is a mess became just a wreck because i i could see the past the present and the future at the same time <laughs> and no matter what i could do there was no way i could change it to where like we could all like be happy together and and like it was the point where sasha died that made me realize that nothing could change so i basically basically <laughs> i had no choice but to go through the rumbling i had no choice but to go through genocide because if cuz it was predestined for me And this was the only outcome I could think of because of the fact I'm an idiot who got godlike power Mm -hmm. and I just couldn't deal with it. And essentially, like, it got to the point where he's just like, yeah, so, like, my main plan is, all right, I'm just becoming the huge villain. I'm making all of you all heroes to kill me to save humanity so that way Paradise Island essentially becomes... Basically becomes right with the world gets to join the world once again and and then at the same time like i can and then i just want to be able to rest you know what i'm saying and and of course like army he's just like bro we could have thought of like another solution we could have thought this out. i was like no no we could not because it was destined for me and mm-hmm. and if, and then there was like this point where it's like he's like i don't want to be the hero I don't want to be the hero. It's like, listen, listen. Boom. And then and then Aaron just takes them out to the world. Takes them to a volcano with lava. And and basically realized, like, hey, there was a reason Ymir just kept going. There's a reason Ymir like kept the Titans alive. And that was because she was still in love with the king. And that made her subservient. Uh and then also at the same time, it was because of uh, Mikasa's like resolve in her will like I don't know why but like it's because of that that Ymir was finally able to let go and be able to sl- and be able to like release the titans so there'll be no more titans from now on and then also he he finally confesses that hey I'm in love with Mikasa Except Aaron, yeah yeah like and he did this in such an uncool way I'm not even gonna hold you he's sitting down Like, they're sitting down in in some water, and he's like, listen, I I love Mikasa. I want her to, like, be happy, but I don't want her to forget about me. I don't want to be... Like, I want to be with her forever, but I know I can't because I'm going to die soon. I don't want to die. And I'm like, that is real! That is (laughs) real! Like, knowing you about to die, but not being able to tell, like, the one you love that you're going to die and you have to and I have to push her away because of it? It's crazy. But here's the part that they change, right? All right, so then there's there's the big bombshell where Aaron admits, like, okay, so in my rumbling, I killed 80% of humanity. That was the part that dropped my jaw. I murdered 80% of humanity. I brought them down to the same numbers that we had on Paradise Island. And so that way there's no more war there's more conflict and none of that and in the manga right aaron aaron and uh armin they talk about that and they're like sitting on some steps and armin just has a shocked look on his face anime wise that armin just loses it and starts like basically like strong arming aaron's like why would you do this and then the water turns into blood i'm like that is different and i love it i love it so much um uh, but yeah he's just like listen this is all i could do i this is all i this is all i can find out and and there's no other way but everybody died i didn't want them to die but things just turned out the way they did and and essentially like armin is sharing in in aaron's burden By having him be the one to, like, say, hey, I'm the one who killed Aaron Yeager, and, like, and he he just carries that burden with him for the rest of his life. It's like, hey, we'll be in hell together because of all the people whose lives I
1: took as well. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll see you again. And then he showed him the she-style. He was like, I I wanted you to help me see this. And, like, you saw this, and because of that, you know, you went on this path. Yep, and then at the end
0: aaron basically like he says hey i'm erasing your memory of this conversation but as soon as everything is over as soon as i'm dead you'll get those memories back and then cuts back to reality everything's over like everybody's back to being human and then mikasa just pulls up to armin with his decapitated head and armin just collapses (laughs) Because, and then it's revealed that he had this exact same conversation with every single one, every single person he was close to. Connie, Jean, Mikasa, Levi. He had that conversation with them to give them closure and erase their memories until that point. And it's just like, oh.
1: Yes. And just to kind of just speed it along and wrap it up uh with that as everything starts to come to a close uh the Marleyans one more time they pull up on the LDNs with guns and they're just like hey we're about to just just kill you right now and they're like yo whoa it's over we can't turn into titans he's like yo you better show me right now you can't become a titan because I just saw all y'all turn into titans so we're about to kill you right now um but that's when Armin pulls up he's like yo I killed Eren it's over um so with that the scene starts crying um and then everyone starts to see just like the ghosts of the past so uh Captain Levi, he sees this, all his former friends, Captain Erwin, Hanj, and he just starts crying for the first time in the whole series. Is like having the opportunity to cry. We see Sasha, uh, Connie and John see Sasha, and that was just an emotional moment. Um, Everyone just coming together with that. So then fast forward three years post-rumbling, they're kind of like on a boat. We see that um, Paradise Island is kind of taken over. Well, not taken over, but ruled by the Jaegerists um they're just like accumulating more and more military power and stuff like that and then they show Historia, kind of like waiting for the envoy to come then on the flip side we see you know the friends that took down Aaron. they're on a boat they're kind of just like the ambassadors for like the united front to kind of uh, converse with them and they just kind of like want a peaceful world and stuff like that so then to kind of wrap up the entire series we see mikasa sitting by the tree um that they often would go to, and Aaron is buried there, and she just like is sad that he's gone. She says she misses him, and then a bird comes and just like wraps the scarf around, and it's so sweet. So with that, she um says thank you um for that for wrapping the scarf around me, Aaron, and then it kind of fades into just like post credit scenes. It's playing, and then we just like, see over time, you know, the tree starts to keeps growing. Um, people come and visit. Then we see Mikasa, she got to live to old age, gets buried right next to um Aaron, which is touching. But then <laughs> it keeps going and going over time. And we see that like off in the distance, Paradise Island is growing and growing, growing to a point where it's like an industrialized society. And then you're like, okay, okay, maybe I can cut this off. And you just see bombs like being shot at the planes and stuff like that. Then the next thing you know, you just see one like, I'm gonna just call it a nuke falling from the sky. And then you just see like seven other nukes following it, destroyed, and then to wrap it up, we see the tree. Um, it's fully grown now. Paradise Island is basically destroyed. And then a boy along with his dog is walking into the tree the same way Amir walked into the tree. I wanna say like 3,000 years ago because a lot of time had to have passed uh, between them. Well, like from um, when the like the new boy, I feel like- Okay, okay, fr- hundreds, like centuries had passed up to that point so so with that we wrap it up a question i have for you um how different was the ending in the manga from the anime because the way people in the manga said it like they were like losing their minds and then when i like look like this ending i was like this is incredible an incredible ending like it's very touching and it's like accurate to how the world is like there couldn't be a happy
0: ending yeah, no, they pretty much almost one for one did the ending the exact same in the manga, just that one change when it came to Armin and the blood and like freaking out. That was like the main difference that happened throughout this entire ending. Uh, I can only say like the parts where it was like, oh yeah, the showing like the boy and everything like that was kind of like added in afterwards because it, it really ended with like basically Paradise Island going into war. And basically, like that entire like credit scene of just growing and going to war. And in fact, they actually, like, there's actually another thing that they didn't, uh, that they didn't animate. And I was like, dang, I really wish they did. Where, uh, where essentially it cuts to like modern day. And you see, like, these three friends, they were in a movie theater. And these three friends are clearly. Aaron, Mikasa, and Armin, just like in modern clothing. Like Mm -hmm. Mikasa's like a punk rock goth chick. Armin's typical nerd on his cell phone with glasses. And then Aaron just actually looks like Aaron. And they're and basically they're recounting like how the entire series was a movie detailing the events of the past. And they just go, oh, and they're just like, oh man, this this would have been crazy if this actually happened. And, and it's like yeah but i like to think like if those characters are real they would have been amazing friends and then
1: it ends and you're just like oh <laughs> oh if only they animated that part i feel like people would freak out because they have misinterpreted
0: yeah they would but that's perhaps the crux of it i mean we can get into to it later about like the reason why people were upset about the original ending
1: yeah, so with that, we wrapped up our review and now we're just going to discuss the legacy of the show Um, and then if anything can touch it and just like the importance and impact of it as well. So we can keep the uh, ending discussion and why people were so mad about it because I was terrified Walking into this finale, specifically because every time I would ask a manga reader, like, I know they were trying not to spoil, like, when I would ask you sometimes, like, I know you're trying not to spoil, but then other manga readers are like, oh, man, this is that ending is just like, oh, if they do it like that in the anime, so if you want to take it from there.
0: Yeah, so, I'm not speaking for myself, I'm just speaking based on, like, what I've seen, and the main reason people seem to, like, hated that ending was because of the fact that war seemed to keep going, seemed to violence seemed to keep propagating when they thought that like Aaron's whole thing was to end conflict permanently, mm. which is just a major like uh just misinterpretation of the point of the story. Uh and just how and they just like wanted it to be like, all right. They wanted Aaron's death to basically be like, you know, basically be like the uh martyrs. Like, hey, his <laughs> death leads to peace for the entire world. Think, like, Code Geass, for example. How mm-hmm. his death basically, like, unified all of humanity. They kind of wanted that for Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. And to see, like, Oh Nah, like, after, like, a couple hundred years, they right back into killing
1: each other. But, like, you mentioned off that, of the Rebellion, once he, uh, Code Geass, once, once he dies, that's the end of the story. Like, there's no, like, years after that, essentially. Like, well, and with this, it's, like, clearly centuries have passed and like he gave his friends the ability to live into old age, his people that like there's as much as you can do. And he even admitted that, like, I can't stop conflict from happening.
0: Yes. And that's the part people get hung up about. It's just the fact, like, it's like, I cannot fathom that this man would die knowing that conflict is still gonna continue. Like, no. That's that's the main issue people have with the ending. And also just the fact like it seemed, it just as, you, as I mentioned before, they misinterpret it, so it's, like, really confusing to them. So it's just, like, what was the point? And in my opinion, the point was, like, hey, we – and it was the point that, that Armin said in the past, like, hey, we we may cannot stop conflict. We may cannot stop violence, but, like, we're given a chance to live, so all we just need to live our lives in, like, just a precious way. And that eventually we all need to do better. Mm-hmm. And that's like the hope that we live on that we can all do better. And that's, that's the main point that I believe Isayama was trying to get at. And just people just were not getting it. Which yeah, is why and- I think he needed to add those extra pages in to kind of show like, hey, like to show like, okay, the, the boy going into the, to the tree and, uh, and the, the three leaving the movie theater type of
1: deal. Just to show that, like, time, a lot of time had passed, yeah. I mean, just, like, with that, like, even if you think of, like, human history, like, not to get into things happening currently, but just, like, conflict that consistently happens even when we have times of peace eventually is just, like, as long as humans exist, to Aaron's point, um, I mean, we're just going to fight. And a lot of it, like, like with the Marleyans and the Eldians within it, where it's, like, there's so much going on right now. And at the same time, we're back to fighting, you know, like to go on a lesser note with COVID, where it was just like those first two weeks we're like, oh, we're united. We're here. We're together. And then like a year, not even a year later, we have January 6th and people are trying to overthrow the government. So it's just like, <laughs> so it's this kind of like, you know, conflict from that perspective. But what, how do you feel about just the legacy and the impact of the show?
0: This, this show goes down. This show is going to go down in history as like one of the great it better be in like a the hall of anime thing because like just the way the story is told like the masterful work that Isayama was able to to like do in terms of foreshadowing stuff years before and and like how the anime was also able to incorporate said uh reveals like I've seen compilations where it's like oh yeah Older Aaron appears in the past multiple times to ensure certain events play out, and you see this man in certain episodes. You're just like, "Hey, hey, hey! Wait, hold up! That, hold on! Yeah, like it's one of those things where like it it super encourages like going back and rewatching or reread gotcha. the series, and it's like has so much value. And again, the life lessons and the uh. And, like, just the pure action of it. And to be able to show, like, hey, things get real. Which is why, like, I don't really count this as a shonen anime. It's actually more of a seining, which, yeah. for those who don't know, like, shonen is pretty much Japanese way of, like, saying for young teenage boys. That's where you get, like, the more high-scale action shows, like Naruto, Dragon Ball, all of that. And then you have, like, shojo, which is more, like, for for like young teenage girls. That's like your Sailor Moons and whatnot. But then you have Saneen, which is for adults. This Mm -hmm. is where like the stories, they're like slightly lower, slower paced. They're more into like the story. They're more for like political drama and all of that. That's where your Gundams, this is where your Berserks, this is where your Attack on Titans live at. And I feel like this is just a masterclass in in the seining category of anime.
1: Yeah. Um, It's crazy. Just for it to be 10 years, I've said more. Actually. Well, the the anime. Uh, Okay. uh, Anime-wise, yeah. 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 Anime. Um, But just like with that, I say repeatedly on the show that Attack on Titan is the reason that it's cool as an adult to say you like anime. Like obviously there were other shows like Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, uh, Cowboy Bebop, Sailor Moon, like they made it popular but to watch, but you would not like outwardly say it like you would today. And just like, man, the way this show transitioned, like you mentioned, like the foreshadowing, the first two seasons were like a pure survival show. There's like, we're we're the last vestiges of humanity surrounded by these walls. If we go outside the walls, we're going to get eaten by Titans survival so and then it gets into season three and it's more political and then it also opens up the world where it's just like no actually here's the history of how we got here we're essentially in a prison and like had our memories erased don't know the history of the world everyone hates us and then it gets to season four and it takes that along with survival and then it expands it and like this show has had three of the greatest plot twists that i can remember like the Reiner betraying Aaron. I remember the first time I saw that. I I was watching it with my friends. I slipped out. Um, the the second one being um, oh, I'm trying to think about oh well, like the Eldians like not being you know like it not being just purely they're the last humans on Earth. It's like there's more to it. And then the third one being that Aaron basically caused all of this reverse card on Zeke.
0: <laughs> it was like. On your feet, Dad. Oh, <laughs> uh, and just the fact, like this show is, it's just able to really just get at all the like major points that like would attract somebody to a show and be like, hey, 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 like you want you want some high pace action? Boom, you got season one to to get to have you covered, and then and then as soon as they hooks you, you get hit with depression, and the fact like it it does not hold back at all. Main characters die all of the time. Absolutely. Like, this is one of the few shows that actually has, like, true, genuine stakes. Like, for example, like, you know in Naruto, Sakura, as much as as I want her to, she ain't dying. You know Naruto ain't gonna be dead. You know Sasuke ain't gonna be dead. Mm. And then, yeah, and just stuff like that. But... But when it comes to this, you're just like, I don't know who's going to live because they introduce a bunch of named characters, give them character, personality. You may even identify with them. You may even like a lot of them. They get a ton of screen
1: time and then they gone. I'm surprised as many people lived as they did, to be honest with you. But I remember... um like one of the episodes like early in season one where it introduced like the uh the Levi squad and just like underneath, and they're like, Hey, Aaron, you think you always can just turn into an, a a Titan and take over? We got this. Trust us, trust us. And then Annie pulled off and sw- w- wiped them. Just just straight carnage. I'm just saying. Just
0: like swinging them like a yo-yo. Disrespectful. Oh man. And then, oh yeah, we can't forget the twist that like, oh yeah, Titans were human all along.
1: Ooh, that that was a big one, definitely. Yeah, definitely like Aaron being, you're like, oh, Aaron's special. And then it's like, oh, Annie's a Titan. It's like, okay, how is this happening? And then like you mentioned, like the Titans, here's the history as it ties into season two and season three. And actually there's more than just these two specialized Titans. It's like this whole uh, backstory to it. And man, just like, and then also the themes of humanity and like pain, you know, the one of the best anime villains ever, he's talking about the cycle of hatred and this is what it caused like, and even, oh yes, yeah, the start of season four, where it's just like, it's plays into season one where it literally a reverse of season one, which is crazy. Where it's just like he destroys the Marleans and it's like, it definitely ties into the season one and now we understand it and it's so crazy. Like that it went through these ups and downs. So uh anything else you got? Oh yeah, probably another big
0: impact is uh of course like the music and the soundtracks because the music goes dummy with the anime. Like there's nothing miss. Like it does not remember Linked Horizon, the first opener. People were people
1: were jamming to it. People had it in the gym. Dude, first, second, and then the rumble. And, oh, yeah, I was going to get to the rumbling. That theme song has me in a chokehold to this day. I
0: will listen to that mug. If I need to be in a certain mood, I put on the rumbling because I know I'm about to get active. Uh, And then, of course, probably the other biggest thing is just uh the fact, like, everybody's defending Aaron. That's <laughs> like, wild, yeah. who else besides Thanos have you seen? To where like you are defending you are like actually able to break down and defend this man who
1: essentially said oh killed 80 percent of the world Dude. i i like when after the sunday after i watched it so like i woke up and it's like not middle night but like five o'clock in the morning and i was like just doing calculations in my heads about like how much 80 would be in today's world and like I'm like, he would have killed 6.4 billion people if it was today's population. That is insane to give his, just to give his friends the chance at a free freedom life. Like he said, he was a slave to freedom. Oh, geez. And you're like, you're right. We still defend him. We still defend this man to this day. I am a Yeagerist and I will be that till the day I die. So just worth that. I'm... Is there any other anime that can kind of reach these heights? I mean, we talked about of uh Afropuff Samurai of just like whether anime is peaking or still on the rise, but like they're obviously shonen. I think shonen is always gonna be okay to an extent, but yep. to this level of attack on Titan, like I don't know what's out there currently or a manga that's in the when. Like honestly, I don't know. The only one I can think
0: of that could perhaps even come close is berserk uh, if they if they like go and reanimate it basically have just a, another new series i know mm. the original one like the og one that that was timeless that that one's great it just needs like that just needs just some modern attack on titan map a touch to it mm. let's and let's just forget that that second one ever happened mm uh yeah. <laughs> forget the second one never happened but but like have this third one and just have it continue the story i know the the manga still has not ended oh it hasn't uh, no it's technically it's still going on even okay. though the author passed away um uh, mm-hmm. they got like new writers and new writers which which that's... remains to be seen that's why i said it's the only one that could come close in terms of just that power because of the fact like we don't know where in the world they're gonna take it. Considering the authors passed away, mm-hmm. maybe he left behind the notes of like, "Hey, this is how this is how we gonna
1: gonna take them." Not like his vision though is the tough part. Yeah, it's like we. It's like a, It's like getting someone else to write uh, Game of Thrones essentially, or like getting uh
0: somebody else to write Star Wars.
1: Oh. <laughs> we're, we're gonna leave that alone. But yeah, I I can't think of anything, man, because like like with shonen yes that's going to be fun. like jujutsu kaisen chainsaw man um nice. any one one piece the difficulty is it's so long that like the way attack on titan and even on um, a oh what's it called full metal alchemist brotherhood where it was like like even full metal alchemist Brotherhood had had to get a remake in order to like become perfection that it was but with one piece this is so long that it's like to tie it all and it's going to be tough um like like other things, like Bleed's thousand-year blood where we can't like forget about the original uh, series with all the filler. So, I I don't know like what can possibly be the next anime that puts people in a chokehold.
0: We don't know, man. We don't know. Well, I guess like hopefully, and maybe like with the with the success of the One Piece Netflix series, it might uh that might be a way for people to get in on the One Piece
1: gang. But uh again again we we don't know right yeah but um, it, uh, for me i'm it's thinking like, more than just anime anime more than popularity is the thing like attack on titans like from a theoretical uh standpoint from just like watching it talking about it, uh discourse of it with like uh even a demon slayer like demon slayer is popular that's the thing and uh my hero academia is popular but it's not attack on titan you get what i'm trying to say yeah
0: yeah for sure so yeah at this point Only time will tell. Mm -mm. There's just going to be a giant boy that needs to get filled and we're going to find out what it is.
1: And so just with that, we are now going to transition into a Come Get Your Rose. It can go to like many people associated with the show, but it has to go to the creator, uh, the OG, Hajime Isayama. (laughs) Thank you so much for creating the show um for just like sticking to your vision because i know that writing that ending had to be hard um just the temptation to be like oh it wasn't real or the temptation of oh people forgave aaron at the end and he got to live a happy life uh and everything but to just kind of end it the way it did and then just the story that actual just like attention to detail is something that can be so easily missed and the fact that it didn't like obviously like you mentioned it had the ending slightly amended but the fact I don't want to spin off of it I don't want any prequels I don't want any sequels just let it and and because this was perfection say so, yeah. that's all I gotta say to Isayama, you 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 really did
0: it all right you you stuck with your guns throughout the entire franchise and you decided to go through with it I still cannot forget that moment when I found out that you were inspired for this series by Stephen King's The Mist. Specifically, the ending of the movie, and how you basically kind of wanted that type of feel for your ending, and suffice to say, you succeeded, sir. You succeeded. You succeeded in heartbreaking type of ways. Yes, folks is crying to this day. Folks is gonna be talking about this show forever, and and you are just hands down the the perfect architect for this series and for this franchise and i can think of none other uh, no other person who was able to do that and you just get that rose and and th- i could say so much more but for the interest of time i i do want to make sure that we all know mm-hmm. that this is if you haven't seen it
1: bruh and we look forward to what you do next and also gotta give a sh- we gotta give a shout out to aaron's voice actor Aaron's voice actor to the animators
0: at Mappa. I know you guys haven't been able to see your children in about uh 10,000 years, but I-, I believe after this, you finally are able to rest can go there. home. You can go home for the next week or so, because we need you back in the studio for the next project. Um, And just how you're able to really just show, show up and show out uh, to every single artist that, that has been in this show for the music. Get, Get your raise,
1: Please. Yes. Yeah, so just with that, we're going to wrap up again. Man, just an incredible show. I literally have been like, <laughs> that finale affected me, man. I, I've just been thinking about it literally all days. All day long when I like just go through it and just getting a chance to talk to you about this. It's been so fun. Uh So with that, recommendations, I can give none other than Attack on Titans. All of it is on Hulu or Crunchyroll.
0: Shinzo Sasagil. Attack on Titan. watch it, experience it, become a scout, become a Jaegerist. You won't be disappointed.
1: Absolutely. So with that, just some quick housekeeping. As we're recording, we're not sure which day of the week this is dropping on, but you can catch our greatest comic book movie of all time that had a very shocking ending to it uh that's this week then you can also catch our marvel the marvel's movie review which will be next week with a special guest as well and then also if you want more of the blurred city podcast in your life we hopped on the fusion hub podcast you can follow their socials and that was a wild time that's all i can say oh man i i have i have not seen that i have not
0: seen the the full video yet but i i already know i'm about to be uh i'm about to be sent sent to the canceled (laughs) streets
1: i mean what else is new
0: listen i listen i i i just i just speak the truth people are just not ready to hear it
1: (laughs) perfect perfect so let's get our plugs and get up out
0: of here all right all right so of course we have our instagram our x formerly known as twitter and our threads which is blurting 22 like comment subscribe hit the bell for notifications stay up to date on our release schedule and everything like that we have our Discord page linked in said pages where you can join a fine community of degenerates and you're able to just send all type of memes and suggestions for episodes and all of that. We have ourselves our YouTube and our Patreon under Blurred City Pod. That way you can, if you want to s- donate a little cheddar, you know, see some exclusive episodes uh, like a character analysis on, again, best villain of Naruto, uh, Pain come come subscribe to us today and then finally we have ourselves our email blurredcity 22 at gmail.com that's where you can submit questions for q a sessions you can submit episode suggestions you can submit geek out freak outs random fan theories we highly encourage it because it it's definitely just showing support to us as uh black content creators and then finally i am the the jedi ronin on tiktok i'm no longer rogue because i i have seen i've seen things Uh you you may call me a jaegerist you may call me uh anything like that but i am definitely a ronin um but yeah so i'm on tiktok however long i got tiktok and it may ducktail into something else what you got
1: All right, from my individual author pages, we have my Instagram, Mitri underscore dash. That is M-E-T-R-I underscore D-A-S-H. From my X slash Twitter, that is at the Matt Dash 16. Um, So with that, we're going to just wrap up today's episode and leave you with some words of encouragement. Meech, what you got?
0: Give your heart. Shenzhou Sasagil. But also, as Armin said, we have one life. So we got to live it to the best that we can. And if there's any time for us to do better as a society, then we need to all pitch in to ensure that we are better as a collective group and a collective society.
1: And just like our our Lord Aaron as a Jaegerist, um, if you have your dreams or a goal that you're working towards, just keep moving forward, even at, even at the cost of humanity. So we're not, it's not goodbye forever. It's just goodbye for now. And that's the Blair City Podcast. See you later. Get rumbled. Stay humble.